So today I'm going to do something complicated, and that's to take the topic of sleep, like how much sleep you need to get, which is a very debated topic regularly, and the word guilt. Guilt is something that others impose on you that prevents you from chasing your dreams because you feel guilty all the time. And let's get these two guys to clash and see if I can make a point to you. And hopefully I can take some pressure off your back. Fair? Is that okay with you? So let's get right into it. So this last week I'm doing a, a, a webinar. It's a private webinar that I do monthly. And it's for a group of 50, 60, 70 people from around the world. And one of the guys on there who runs a chiropractic uh, practice, he does around $5 million a year. He says, Patrick, tell me about sleep and how you view sleep. Because this one professor who wrote this book, which I'm very, very aware of, he says you need to sleep at least a minimum of seven to nine hours a night, and that's what you need to do. But what do you think about it? Because you have a different view on sleep. I said, okay, cool. I said, I've seen this guy. He's written a book, done great. His book is backed up on a lot of research. He's a professor at UC Berkeley. The guy's brilliant. He's an expert in this area. However, let me try to make the point you of sleep in a different way. He says, okay, tell me. I said, so my wife and I were about to get married. We were dating. We go meet with a therapist, a, uh, what do you call it, a marriage counselor, right? And a very nice guy, recommended through the church, so we're like really excited about meeting this guy. So I said, so, you know, listen, hey, here's $200, you know, before we get started. You know, tell me what is the key to uh, having a successful marriage? Because you've been married for how long now? He says, 33 years. Wow, 33 years, fantastic. What's the key to a successful marriage? He says, you know, I got to tell you, for 33 years, my wife and I have one rule. What's that? We never miss dinner at 6 o'clock. Every day, my wife and my kids, up until 18 years old, we were supposed to be together at 6 o'clock to have dinner, and we believe that's the reason why we've been able to have a successful marriage. I said, okay. I, I said, what do you do for a living? He says, I'm a school teacher. I said, okay, what does your wife do for a living? She's also a school teacher. I said, that's great. I said, listen, I, I appreciate your time. I put my hand out there. I shook his hand. He's confused. He's like, what's going on? I said, listen, here's a $200. Thank you so much. You're wonderful. Uh, we still have 55 minutes left. I said, I got what I needed out of five minutes in the hour in only five minutes. You're wonderful. Thank you so much. We get up, we leave. My wife's confused. She's like, babe, I didn't even get a chance to ask any questions. I said, yeah, you're right, but let's see what, explain you my point, why we don't have to talk to this guy. She says, why? I said, number one, I said, you're not a school teacher. Neither am I. We don't get off at 3.30 every day and have the summer off. And that's not the life we chose to live. We chose to be an entrepreneur, and you, if you're going to marry this guy, I'm a guy that runs businesses. It's what I love to do. It's my game. It's like marrying an athlete, marrying a politician, marrying a rock star that's on tour, marrying an artist, marrying a creator, marrying a pastor, marrying somebody that has a different kind of a schedule that they go. So my wife goes and meets with pastor's wife, who's a realtor, and they have a meeting to get, because we're going through all these different people trying to see what kind of feedback we're going to get. And uh, uh, she asks my wife of a very random question. She says, uh, listen, before you guys get engaged and married, are you ready to share your husband with the world? She says, excuse me? She says, are you ready to share your husband with the world? I'm not sure. I don't want to share him with anybody. She says, well, let me explain to you what I mean by this. She says, you know, my husband is part of a church with 20,000 members. And there's a lot of people that want his time. They want to be around him. They need him. He sits on boards. He does this. He does that. Your husband's going in that direction, and he's going to have people that want him to sit on boards, pulled over here, that direction, this direction, travel, speaking, all this. Are you okay with that? Are you okay with managing the calendar, whose birthday, anniversary, preparing, the vacation, the holidays, everything that's going on? You need to put in his calendar because he's going to miss it, and because he's got a lot of stuff on his mind that he's trying to come. Are you okay with this? Are you okay with that? Are you okay with him coming home at night late, at 11 o'clock? Are you okay with this stuff? And they have that conversation, and she comes back. 
And she tells me about the conversation, right? She's like, well, this is what was I said, okay, what do you think about it? Are you okay with that? Like, what do you think about what you said? Because that's kind of who I am. That's kind of what I'm going to be doing. And the wife was also a realtor. So it wasn't like she's a stay-at-home mom. She had her own career. Just like my wife has her own career. Now we work together. She's a VP. She does things for herself with the company. I said, this makes sense. That's the life. The other therapist wasn't living our life. So where am I going with sleep here? So an author writes a book and talks about how we are better if we sleep seven to nine hours a night. That may work if you're a school teacher and you work a certain set of hours, you come home, you write books for a living, and you teach a few hours a week, and you have time to go the way you want to do. But that schedule's not going to work for somebody that's got a startup, that's trying to build a company, that's trying to get that going. It's just not going to work. It's not going to work for somebody that's trying to grow their business where for the first two, five, ten years, it's a lot of work to survive while you're building your business. By the way, the seven to nine hour concept also doesn't work if you try to tell a mother who's about to have a baby and has a newborn baby, and you tell the mother, hey, I just want you to know, this author said, you need to sleep seven to nine hours. Why are you not sleeping seven to nine hours? The mother says, how dare you tell me to sleep seven to nine hours? This baby, I have to wake up every couple hours, and she latches on me and I have to pump and I have to do this. I can't sleep, so I wish I could sleep seven to nine hours, right? And how dare you tell somebody in the military that's in the field right now trying to protect the country and he gets four hours of sleep because he's got guard duty at two o'clock in the morning. How dare you tell that to that person, right? Or somebody that's on a run like an Obama or a Trump or a Hillary Clinton who's on a campaign to become a president and they're going 18 months and traveling nonstop, shaking cans, shaking cans, shaking cans, shaking cans. What can I do to earn your vote? What can I do to earn your vote? What can, well, I don't like the way your policy, this, 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 that. I think you're going to take jobs away from steel. I think you're going to do this. Here we go again. Same thing I've said 700 times to other people here in Pittsburgh. I got to tell you again, and here's what I'm going to be doing. I'm going to, please give me a shot. Let me earn my vote. We're not going to vote for you. Get out of our house. Okay. Next home. Here we go again. How are you going to tell that person that's running to be a senator, governor, president, seven to nine hours a night? They're on a run. So is he right or is he wrong? I didn't say he's wrong, but it's phases of life. So what do I mean by phases of life? And what does this have to do with the word guilt? Because everybody that ever did anything great in their lives, they've gone on many runs. For example, taking Elon Musk. Elon Musk has been on more runs than other people have, and he's condensed his time frame. For example, Elon Musk's day is three days to the average person. Elon Musk's day, one day, is three days. Elon Musk, treat, to the average person, what a person accomplishes in a week, Elon probably does in a day. What a person accomplishes in a month, he probably does in a week. Maybe even fewer than a week, right? A year to him is like, dude, two weeks is what I need on what the average person accomplishes because he's constantly feeding himself, right? He's on a run. Presidents are on multiple runs. Trump's been on multiple runs. Obama's been on multiple runs. Senate, whatever, community organizer, first term, second term, it's runs, it's runs, it's runs you go on. Where does the guilt come in place here? Here's the guilt. The world is going to look at what you want to do in your life. Say the vision's very big, massive. And no matter what phase of your life you're in, when you're here, people who are here, they're encouraging you. Oh, you can do it, man. I'm here. I'm a cheerleader. And then you pass it. Okay, hey, 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 that's a little too much. It's a little too much. Why is it too much? Is it too much or just because I passed you up? So guilt. No, no, no. Guilt, guilt, guilt. Right? At what level does it stop? It never stops. You're making 50. Your body's making 70. You go to 100,000. This guy starts saying all he cares about is money. You go to the next level. You're making a quarter. Your body's making 380. 
Okay, your quarter, he's 380. You get to 500, oh, it's just all about money, man. I'm just trying to, da-da-da-da-da, right? You all of a sudden are creating a following, and you're like, hey, I was just creating content. All of a sudden, you go over here, no, 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 it's just too much. All you're trying to be is too famous. That, that guilt, right? Hey, you don't care about family. Hey, you don't care about your kids. Hey, you don't care about this. All you care about is money. All you care about is success. This is all ways of trying to poke what? Guilt, 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 guilt. So one of the guys on the same exact private webinar that I was doing, monthly webinar that I was doing, said, Patrick, I'm having a hard time with life. I said, what do you mean? He says, I'm just not enjoying my life right now. I said, how's your marriage? He says, it's not the best, but, uh, you know, it's not that good. I said, is it bad? No, it's not really bad, it's, but it's not good. It's not like we have anything that's kind of boring. He used the word boring. I'm like, in every word you want to use a marriage boring, but sometimes marriage does get boring, right? Because routine, 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 routine. You need some excitement, right? Okay. Uh, how about business? It's doing great. How about money? Best ever. How are you doing physically? Healthiest I've ever been. I said, so what makes you happy? He says, it's very weird. I'm not a drinker, but the only time I've been happy lately is the fact when I go away and I have a drink and I'm scared because drinking is making me happy. I said, what are you escaping? And he starts kind of talking. I says, well, you know, I'm growing at a 30% rate, but there's a lot of people that are growing at a 100% rate. And he's going through all this other stuff. I said, why are you letting the world make you feel guilty, buddy? I said, look, you know, there are certain things you can never do. What do you mean by that? I said, look, uh, Trump became a president and he beat Bloomberg. Bloomberg wanted to be a president, never became a president. But Bloomberg built a massive media company that's worth $70 billion. Trump's only $2.5 billion. Trump won in this game. Bloomberg won in the media game. Bloomberg won in a business game. Okay, you go back to a different level. Okay, Bloomberg won in media game. Elon Musk is winning in the wealth game. Look at where Elon Musk is at right now. And that's a race. There's competition. It's fun. But the moment you get into too much comparison that turns into envy, you have to really come back, right? So sleep, guilt. Here's how much you should sleep, should. You don't know what I'm in the hunt for. I'm in a run. You're working too hard. This is not good. Guilt, 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 guilt. Should and guilt combined together is catastrophic combination. Should and guilt. Should and guilt. You should. Guilt, guilt, guilt. You should. Guilt, guilt, guilt. You know what eventually happens? You can't enjoy your life. So here's what I said. I said, look, my, my expectation in life isn't perfection. I'm not trying to perfect life. I'm never going to perfect life. My expectation isn't to be perfect for my mom and dad. It's never going to happen. Not for anybody. It's never going to happen. However, I'm going to give you the flip side. My standard is to come through for the people I love the most. My standard is to lead. My standard is to improve. My standard is to get better. But I have to also enjoy my life. The other night I was sleeping with my son, and my middle son is just such a sweetheart of a guy. And it's me, him, and my oldest son, who I love when we get into conversations. One of my favorite people to talk to, my oldest son, my youngest son. I just love talking to these guys, right? And uh, my younger son says, hey, Daddy, we're off tomorrow. I'm like, really? Yeah. He says, aren't you the boss? I said, what do you mean? You're the CEO, aren't you? I said, yeah. Why don't you take tomorrow off and come and spend time with us, Daddy? I'm like, huh, is that guilt? He never does, puts that guilt thing on me. Like, you never do that. He's not putting the guilt thing on me. I'm like, you know what? I rarely do this. I said, okay. I said, buddy, I can't do that because I got conference calls, board, all these other things that I have to do. But let me see what I can do. 
So I go to work all night, I'm thinking about his comments to me. So I come to work, I do my thing, I tell everybody after 3.30 I gotta leave. I finish it up at 3.30, I leave, I go pick him up, I surprise him, I say go put your swimsuit on, they put their swimsuit on, we go straight to the park, they run around zipline, all this stuff, they meet all these other kids that are playing with them. 30 minutes later we went to the beach, I'm in my swimsuit, we're running around on the beach, I'm making a sand castle with my daughter, she's all over the place, daddy I got sand on me, this is disgusting, daddy, I don't like sand on my hands, daddy please, hold me, hold me, hold me, hold me, hold me, hold me, hold me. She doesn't say hold me, she says hold me, hold me, hold me, hold me, I'm like bro, 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 bro. She I pick her up, we go in the water, she gets her hands, go, no, no, it's too, daddy, water's too cold, she's just climbing on top of me and we're wrestling, we're having a good time, my son is all over me. Um, we're a mess. We get in the truck, we come back to the house. Everybody's wet. The truck is a mess. Bring them back, took two hours. Had a freaking incredible time with these guys. Magical time with these guys. Come home, shower with them. They put their clothes on. Dylan went to a soccer practice and I went to Miami to have a meeting at Soho House with the Mayor Suarez of Miami and a bunch of uh, influencers, top 50 influencers in tech and crypto and all this stuff in Miami to have a meeting with them. But I didn't do it because I felt guilty. I did it because I wanted to do it. It's like, I'm gonna go spend time with these guys. I chose to be an entrepreneur to create a business where I have the kind of wealth that I have and control that I have so I can do some of these things at times. But often, too many times, people use that as an excuse of every day. I'm working too hard, I need to sleep. I'm not talking to the excuse makers. There's millions, of, the majority of the world is just looking for an excuse to sleep more and work less. The majority, um, this is not that message for you. This message is for the person that's watching saying, Pat, I'm in a freaking hunt. Do not let the shoulds of the world and the guilts of the world confuse you of chasing your dreams. And don't get caught up comparing yourself to everybody because once envy goes in, you will not enjoy the process. Work like you've never worked before, improve, stay curious, stay hungry, keep coming up with new strategies, all that other stuff, but still figure out a way to enjoy your time with your family, have a blast, get the massage if you need to, get the foot massage, Go do the exercise, all of that stuff. And by the way, you can do all that crazy stuff together as well. So now, I told you it wasn't going to be easy. I hope I've made my point to you of combining sleep, the shoulds, and guilt, the here's what you ought to be, you're not, you're not being good enough of a parent, all these other things that you're doing. Hopefully those two make sense to you. So if I've made sense to you, there's a video I want to recommend to you. It's a talk I gave. I don't even know what the timeline is. Maybe six years ago, seven years ago, I was on an RV. I lived in, a, bought an RV. I went, you know, 10,000 miles from LA to Miami, to Toronto, to San Francisco, back to LA. And I gave this talk. And one of the parts, like 25 minutes, called the DNA of an entrepreneur. If you've never watched it, it's gonna give you a lot of clarity what I talked about in today's video. Click over here to watch that. With that being said, have a great week, everybody. Take care, bye-bye.